baby, yeah. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Not on that. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> anyway, this is... You a, cannot use that anymore. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep using it, baby. I'm going to keep using it. Who knows what you're doing? Who and, is that? Who are you impersonating? you never seen that shit before? That little meme that popped up? Nah. And we laugh, and we baby. Laugh, baby. Yeah. yeah. Peter, Piper, Pepper, Pickle, Pepper. Pepper. Dan <laughs> is the man with the plan with the yeah, 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 yeah. I have not. You're missing out. <laughs> you, you have, you don't. That's social see, media. You gold. never seen that meme with that dude's face all scrunched up and the captions. Ooh, baby, oh no, baby, baby what, what are you, you doing? doing? <laughs> you have, man. You on Twitter more than anyway. This is episode. This is episode forty. <laughs> forty episodes. Of wow. the Illogical Sense Podcast. I'm sitting across JC. Now, how the heck? What's up? What's up? And Miss Ivana sitting right next to me. You know what I noticed? When I, when I started the show, y'all never introduced, you, you know, introduced yourselves. We just went like right into it. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Ivana. Like, yeah. no, that's, that's, I'm Ivana. That's Mama. long ago. Nobody cares about that. But, you know, this is like 40 episodes, so y'all might as well reintroduce yourselves. But why? Why not, motherfucker? You just did it. <laughs> Well, no, this is like who you who you guys are and shit. Why? We're 40 episodes in. We don't need to do that. If they don't know who we Check are by now. Check out my Twitter. Then. Yeah. Well, my Instagram. Well, I was just, I just re-listened. I just randomly re-listened to like the first episode and I was like, yeah, I got my friends. This is Ivana and JC. So talk JC. And you're just like, the fuck? Like, we're going to go right into it, huh? I'm like, yep. We <laughs> <laughs> went right into it. And we've been doing that ever since. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But, uh, you know, how was Cuba? You're fresh from your trip from Cuba after your birthday. Oh, yeah, her birthday was a few weeks ago. So, so the whole world tell you tell her happy birthday to have a moment Thank of silence. Guys. I'm a Taurus. I'm a little crazy. Um, Cuba? Cuba was dope. <laughs> Took me back in time. Um, it was a task for me to... No, it wasn't that bad, actually, without Wi-Fi. <laughs> so you had to live life. And look up from your life. phone. Yep. <laughs> trust me, I was looking for that Wi-Fi. Wow, you were that thirsty for Wi-Fi. I wanted to post my pictures. It, was my it could have waited. It could have, but it didn't. So I went and found yeah. me some Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to purchase Wi-Fi cards out there. So it's like, ah, uh, it depends. $2, you got two for five. Two for five dollars. How long did you have Wi-Fi? Each card is an uh, hour. Oh, wow. And you couldn't leave where you were. You couldn't, you had to go to a hotel and <laughs> connect to Wi-Fi and put in a code. Hmm. And you couldn't like walk out and just be on Wi-Fi. Like you literally. So not even your hotel there. that you were at. Didn't I stayed in an Airbnb. They, I had to buy a Wi-Fi card. Wow. And then I could use it, you know, at my hotel. But we didn't stay in um, my Airbnb. We didn't stay at the house that long. Mm. So we were out on an adventure. Um, rode on old school cars, which was dope. Um, yeah, ate a lot of good cooked food, mm-hmm. mostly chicken. Yeah, it's fried. Shrimp, was it lobster. Fr- was no, it wasn't fried. fried. Mm. It was just like, I don't know, Damn. grilled. Grilled chicken, wow. beans and rice, plantains. That's what's it was up. pretty good. Um, I party a lot. I yeah, I saw this. I saw like your Instagram shit. I was like, yeah, this is going to get What deleted. I could post. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went out like three. I did basically a lot of club hopping. I went um, and a lot of bar hopping. I would... Get back to my um, Airbnb at like six in the morning. Uh, Damn, yeah. bro! It was lit. I was dancing my ass off. I was really dancing, y'all. Like reggaeton, salsa. Okay, was you're living that in. life, huh? Was, sure, man. <laughs> I ain't like the states where everything closes at two, at two o'clock in the right. fucking morning and shit. True. Mm. Um, just like a word of advice for you guys: bring a lot of cash because if you don't, you can't use your card at in all. Cuba. 
Leave your card at home. Leave your debit card, your credit card. That it does not work in Cuba at all. They don't have no ATM machines no. or anything. Nope. Hello, nope. old school. Even if you go to the bank, nope. Can't use it. Trust me, you tried. Yeah, people are getting robbed. Mm-hmm. And, um... I don't even like carrying cash, but just hearing that, like, shit. And with the dollar, like the U.S. dollar, change it to either euros or Canadian money. I don't know what they call their currency, but change it to that so you get a better exchange rate. That's what's up. There and, you go. And, yeah, leave your, leave your cards at home. Mm. Be able to use that. So you spend all the money out there? Spend all my money. Shit, bro. <laughs> I drink hella rum out there. They had no Hennessy out there? Uh, they might have, like at the like more upscale bougie. Bougie Hennessy, that's what I'm gonna call spots, that shit. But like for the most part, <laughs> it's just Henny. like all rum. Ooh, that sounds fun. But yeah, I enjoyed myself. Or what's nice. your next didn't spot? See Tupac. Oh, that's what to ask that. Pac wasn't out there. You didn't, you didn't see him wandering around with a big ass goatee shit, nope. saying fuck. I was looking. F- saying fuck, funk, f- fuck, flex. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't even say it. Twister, huh? Yeah, it's a tongue. I have a lazy tongue. <laughs> so, uh, so what's your next adventure? Day two. Oh. Vana Mama. You should start a blog. <laughs> I should. Anyway. One of these days. One of these days, maybe. But over this weekend was Cinco motherfucking de Mayo, or how I called it, Cinco de Busby. So did y'all go out? No. They we mean we just they don't know that. The people don't know that. I worked. I got sick and tired of pouring tequila shots and making margaritas. I was I done. made money all weekend and I do not regret it. No, I, uh, did you work on single Mile? Were you like Ubering? I drove until it hit ten o'clock, then I went home. Oh, so, so you because, because the traffic, no, no, because, traffic was bad. Because when that. you out there you gotta worry about Idiots who still don't understand the concept of Uber and Lyft and still want to get behind the wheel drunk. Mm-hmm. And then the police are out in more abundance. And we know how the police feel about men of color. And uh, I just don't want to deal with it. So I was like, I'll just pick them up in the morning. So I woke my ass up and drove from 6 to 2 Saturday morning. Mm. Business is booming? I didn't have to drive on Sunday. That's Damn. how business was booming. Yeah, well, All right. I was. It was Cinco de Busby. He <laughs> told me you had one dream. Oh man, that's not single day. Can I tell the story, <laughs> that's Ivana? Si- that's single day flunked. You just had to ruin the whole. I was gonna build up to it. I was gonna one say surprisingly. Okay. I had one drink. Damn, hell, killed it. <laughs> you can't call it that if you only had one. Drink. Well, because I thought I was gonna get drunk, but only had one drink, and I was just drunk off life. How about that? Like your ass. So you had, so it was memorable. Yeah, it was memorable. Well, Fucking. What do you remember about What I remember compared to last year when I was really fucked up with JC, I just remember I bumped into a hell yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> bumped into somebody that I think I was ever gonna see, and I actually let go of a grudge. Yeah, that actually you. felt really good, really good. It was fun. And then I bar hopped someplace. I was like fucking cutting line at this one spot, which was funny. We were supposed to go to Temple actually. But Lamar had some weed on him, mm. and they wouldn't let him in. And they not only said, even if you get rid of it, you can't come back for the rest of the night. Oh, because he's black? No, I've gone in there hella times. He just had he had weed on him, oh. and because he's black, probably. <laughs> <laughs> then I kind of went off there and went to another club. Was it the Loft? Yeah, that's when I went to the Loft, and that shit was just hella fucking packed. I thought the roof was gonna cave in, so I left, and then I went. To the Zen Lounge, which was like right across the street. It was like it was right by the um, where the PF Changs used to be at. You remember that? Yep. Yeah. 
I miss P.F. Chang's downtown. That was like the best spot to eat at. But in there, he got super fucking cracking. I saw this crackhead. I don't know. I don't know what kind of cocaine he was smoking, but this motherfucker was just. I don't know. I can't describe. Y'all watch my snaps. This dude was just on the ground convulsing. Looked like he had a seizure. He was dancing with this one chick and doing like you. You seen the mask, right? When he was mm-hmm. dancing with Cameron Diaz, he was thinking he was Jim Carrey. She was Cameron Diaz. He was just flipping her around and fucking spinning her and just. Nigga, he, it was just kind of crazy. Cocaine in a can. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> but um, I wore a sombrero. Is that how you say it? Sombrero. Sombrero. Yeah, I wore that one. Ay, 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 ay. And. <laughs> You're so, not allowed to make any of these noises. I don't give a fuck. Stop. Don't give a fuck. You see how I'm looking at him? Just like, okay. What do you mean? You, how lucky you are? No. What? That's what you just said. Usually my I, black side always has your back. But my you. Mexican side just heard that and was like, nah, man. I don't give a fuck. Cut that out. I don't give a damn. I just, I just enjoyed myself. So... Respect me and Ivana right now. Respect y'all. <laughs> Put some respect on y'all name. Uh, Sombrero. I can't do that one more mm-hmm. time. <laughs> I, have, I have a lazy big ass tongue and shit. But a lazy, a la- like it's an eye. Yeah, I'm telling what? you. You heard me. The fuck? I can't roll it and shit. So you got the equivalent of an Uncle Ruckus eye on <laughs> your tongue. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's please stop talking about his tongue. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, after that, met up with some, met up with my boys again. Was in Chacho's? Was it Chacho's? Was what it Chacho's? I think it was, no, it was in Chacho's. What's the, what's the other spot that's on First Street? They used, no, not Thress. Oh, that's Second Street. Bar and Grill. Not Bar and Grill. Oh my God. Muchos. There you go. Never Went even to, heard of that. You never been to Muchos? First Street? Nope. Never heard of it either. You ate nachos over there all the damn time before we filmed. You love their nachos. Oh, that's what was that place was called? Yes, Muchos. Uh, yeah, and I saw. I went there because I like their freaking conyasada fries. Okay. That shit was fucking smack. So the end of the night, you guys went there. I went there, and then I saw a fight happen between this chick and a dude. Like they were arguing, cussing each other out. She threw her, threw his drink at him and shit, and I just ignored it and just ordered my food while all the shit was going on in the background. I had to call security and shit, and I just you know, it was fun. Then went home, slept, and yeah, it was a fun night. Happy Cinco de Mayo. No, Cinco de Busby. No, that was single. Single D Busby. No. Does anybody actually? I mean, Ivana likely knows. I know. Does anybody really understand why we celebrate Single de Mayo? Just to get drunk? I already. Like, I, I, feel like people I have should, an idea. I feel like people should understand that it's not Mexican Independence. Yeah, Day. I know that. I heard. Like, about I, that. I really hope people understand that it's not Mexican know. Independence they Day. They don't know, bro. It was when Mexico won a uh, a battle against the French. Mexican Independence Day is in September. Well, <laughs> so, so why did it get moved to May? Because it's America. <laughs> well, the other day, people don't care. They just want to drink. Exactly. It's a drink. The Cinco de Drinko. What do Mex- Mexicans do on that day? They do the same fucking shit. Yeah, just with more people. Some they days, do the same thing. They don't really... Not Cinco de Mayo. It's more September, was it September, September 16th, I think. Mm. That's when they go all out. This one, it's like they just... It's like, yeah, yeah, we won the well, battle. Well, you know, ever since Donald Trump was against y- is against y'all, I wanted to celebrate with y'all. You know, fuck that nigga. Appreciate you. Exactly. Fuck that whole ass. See, I don't even call him 
his name. I call him the whole ass nigga in the office. Even in the house, I tell my mom what that whole ass nigga in the office do today. Well, he did like she doesn't even she doesn't even react to it. I don't even call him by his name. Whole ass nigga. I call Jed. I could call. I could talk Putin and I could talk about Jed York. I will not call him. Speaking of him, nah, oh, fuck that nigga. Uh, did y'all read the uh, the points in that that new Affordable Health Care Act? Well, fuck proposition. No. You're pretty much screwed for being a woman. Being a woman is a pre-existing condition for you. Mm-hmm. You can now not get seen by your insurance if you're a rape victim. Mm-hmm. What? They can yeah. drop you, uh, you know, but your 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 rapist, the guy that did it, he can keep his insurance. Yeah, it's the new bill they passed. Um, what else is there? Uh, if you po, you ain't getting shit. If you've had a, if you when you have children, if you have a C-section, that's now a pre-existing condition. And insurance doesn't have to cover you after that. If you poll, you ain't getting shit. Yep. Um, what else? It was just a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah, there's just a lot that like targeted minorities and women in specific. And pretty much the house, the house passed it, so it has to go through the Senate. But they said the Senate may not pass well, it at the all. C-section have to make you make you right. Yeah, you would think right. You well, it's pretty much whole ass niggas best victory. Post traumatic stress uh, that can be perceived as a. Condition that they don't have to cover. Yeah, so yeah. Whole, so fuck that whole ass nigga. And speaking of whole ass niggas, Funk Master Flex. No bombs being dropped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what kind of bomb is that? You're trash. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't, well, majority of y'all don't know, he has he does not like Tupac, like. Years ago, there's videos that was coming out of him yelling, fuck Tupac, we all love Biggie, blah, blah, blah. And I remember seeing that, and I'm like, wow, he's really vocal about this. He went on record saying he does not like Tupac at all. So, earlier last week, he, I don't know what was in his system, maybe it was the retrograde, maybe something, but he just went on, a, he was on Instagram Live, and he just started just roasting Tupac. Saying he's fake this, fake that. Then he was going on Twitter and he was talking about he's going to tell the truth about him. And he was just going in and everyone was like, where the fuck is all this coming from? Like the nigga's been dead for 20 fucking years or whatever. So he's still going in. I was like, and, uh, like it was just weird. And then Game's manager comes into it. Wack 100 comes into it. And it's just like a whole bunch of, what, what the fuck? It's pretty much just all steams from when he got shot at the, was it the Quad Studios? That's what it's called? Yep. At the Quad Studios, which led to him... Pretty much infam infamously accusing Biggie of setting him up. That's what the story is, and that's what led to the beef, and then their untimely deaths, and da 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 da. da. Y'all know the story. Y'all know the legend. So for whatever reason, Funk Flex is like the probably the only person on the East Coast that feels a type of way about this shit. So I thought it was just stupid because it's been twenty years, and why are you still talking ill on the dead? I just tried to ignore it. It's one of those moments where I just wanted to ignore it because. I have respect for Funk Flex. I really do for everything he's done for hip hop and shit. I have a lot of respect. But this shit, I, nah. So, he goes on Instagram Live. And I see it on Twitter. I just ignore it again. And then JC was like, but wait, there's more. And yep. he, he sends me, <laughs> he sends me this video, the video on YouTube. And I was just like, I I started to watch and I thought it was forty minutes and I'm like, no, nah, I ain't gonna watch this shit. Give me the cliff notes. And all you put was he lied. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm scrolling through Twitter and I keep seeing him yelling, he lied and Big died. He lied and a tear is coming down his eye. Oh, a tear. Oh my 
A tier. Like he Not got A tier. Like a few tears. tears. Yes, he was tears. that emotional about it, and I was like, "What? Oh my god, dude, what did Pac do to you? Like, what? like he was just like, all this other shit." So I just like, you know what? I'm gonna watch Guardians of the Galaxy and just live my life before I get pissed off. So <laughs> <laughs> it was by far. So I sit. I, I I'm with my boy. We're eating cars Junior late at night. You know, whatever, smoking. And I was like, you know, let's watch this shit. And I feel like pissing myself off. <laughs> so we're watching it for 40 minutes, and he's calm. And pretty much what I got from it is that Funk Flex is mad that we are, quote-unquote, worshiping Tupac and his legacy and everything. Mm-hmm. But he's mad that he lied about what happened that night because he shot himself because he was trying to get his gun out. But I was like, he got shot four more times after that. Like what? What? And he called him Cheddar Bob and shit like that. He said it in the first stream, and then he was all he was all trying to call Ed Lover into that. He called Little Cease in there to get their versions of the story. Now, mind you, Funk Flex was not there that night. Yep. He did not know Tupac like that. Yep. He said that, and he said he was cool with Biggie, but he wasn't cool with Biggie like that. He wasn't really comfortable. He doesn't know. So why are his emotions so strong? Because he's. I know you don't have the answers. That's what that's what people are like wondering. It's like the it was. Why by, are you that intense about this? Whole it situation? was. He was so. It was, odd. it was so odd and weird. Like it was, in my honest opinion, it was by far the most embarrassing moment in hip hop history. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no, no. It's one one of the most embarrassing moments in hip hop history. We're gonna remember this, and we're gonna be like, remember that time Fuck Flex went on Instagram live? And, I don't even think it's even remotely close. Oh, dude, one it of was worst. one. Of, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. How are you going to speak ill on the dead on the day after the anniversary of his mother's death and speak he ill? He felt that passionate about it. Why would, Why didn't you feel, say this when he was alive? He said, and it, he's scared. And then, yeah, and then, but he was saying in there, oh no, we, me and Angie Martinez and everyone on Hot 97, we were very vocal about the situation. And I was like, well, when I look at all these documentaries, they always talk about Angie's like interview that she never released with Pop. They never talk about you. Yep. They never talk about anybody at Hot 97 saying anything about what Pac did. Like, And he was like, oh, Pac was scared to come to New York. And I'm like, he was always in New York. What the fuck? What are you talking about, bro? Mm-hmm. It was the most weirdest shit ever. And it's like, you're speaking ill on the, on the dead. That's just some whole-ass nigga shit. And now you don't respect him. I mean, it's just, I can't you respect lost a that. Little, lot of, you lost a, a lot. That's like a tremendous like drop of his character. It's like, Dude, why are you so mad? You didn't know none of it. If Diddy's not mad about it, if Mrs. Wallace is not mad about this shit no more, Faith Evans, Lil' Kim, if they're all not mad about this shit, why are you the only one that's mad about this? Something that you're not even involved in. Like, you don't know these niggas. You don't even know the nigga like that. Does he have a mixtape coming out? Funk Flex? It was a joke. Funk Master Flex Night. Just saying, Funk like, what, what, what is his reasoning for this? There is no reason. You know, people usually want to He lied. Reason. He lied. He was mad that he felt Pac lied and we worship a liar. You know how many people in hip-hop lied about their lifestyle? Look at Rick Ross. Yeah, still listen to Rick Ross, yeah. Everyone still listens to Rick Ross. Look at Drake. Look at everybody that lied about their upbringing and if they wrote songs and shit. Everybody lies. So what makes Pac any better? It was just weird. It was like the ghost of Tupac was just random, just randomly around saying "cousin." <laughs> y'all saw Poetic Justice. Y'all get, y- y'all get that. <laughs> you know, like he just had dreams of seeing Pac or something. Like, did he fuck his bitch or something back in the day? I doubt it. Did like, did he take? Did he? Did he steal his cookies? 
Did he do something? It was like it was so. It was just bizarre. That whole shit. And then you have Wack 100 going on Instagram talking shit about Pac like he knew what was going on. And it's, it's just everyone just talking, talking, talking. But you know what this says? This is why Tupac's one of the greatest of all time. It's been 20 years after his death and they still have his name in his mouth. And he has a biopic coming out. He just got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, there might be new music coming out. That's probably why his name keeps getting popped up. Shit, his offspring, Kendrick, just went number one again. So... His that's yeah, not his offspring. Well, you know what the fuck I mean. His disciple. His disciple. There you go. Machiavelli disciple. Yeah, that's a good name we should call it. Machiavelli's disciples. But it's just... Let's move on. No, anyway, y'all can get your opinion. I just got... I told you I was going to get worked Our up. Our opinion so. on this? Do we, we I obviously do not care. I... I, I I laughed. I just laughed yeah, the whole time. It's funny to it. me. I didn't take it. That's why you're like, lie. you're like, it's one of the most embarrassing moments in hip hop. I'm like, it's just a joke. Like, if you factor in some of the most embarrassing moments of hip hop, this don't even come close. Well, it was, it was up there, in my opinion. It was just stupid. Well, anyway, speaking of being stupid, you're Lottie. I can't say you. Little yachty. Little yachty. yachty. Like a yacht. Yacht. Yachty. 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 See, I told you, my lazy tongue. Shit. No, that's just not you paying attention. I know how to say. <laughs> shut up. Anyway, he was on Joe. He was on Everyday Struggle with Joe Budden and academics, DJ academics and the shit. And Joe Budden got very, very passionate about the shit. Like, did y'all watch it? Do you know if you're in a fucking three sixty deal? He asked or not? him straight up. He asked him, "Are, are you in a three sixty deal?" And and then Yachty was like, "I don't know." What's that? No, he said, like, "I don't know." And Joe Budden slowly just looked at the camera, like he just couldn't believe he just answered that. And he just because some people don't know that term, but and that's what he said. He said he didn't know, he didn't understand you... the 360 term, like that term. What but, is that for people that don't know? So, a 360 deal, please let us know. a 360 deal know. pretty much means you're a slave <laughs> in the industry. Pretty much, it means that in a regular deal, the labels can only touch money from um, your uh, publishing. And um, obviously, any sales that you make, they recoup back what they put in. Mm-hmm. They can't touch your sales when it comes to touring. That's all your money. Right. They can't take any money from when you're doing commercials or getting endorsements. Okay. Can't take any money if you go into film as an actor. That's your money. In a 360 deal, they touch take everything. everything. What's the and- percentage? It don't even matter what the percentage they is. The fact that they can take money and, he's, and everything that you and do Yachty has done. Foul. And Yachty has done a lot of... He's done commercials for Target. He's done commercials Sprite. for Sprite. He's done, he's done other commercials too, hasn't he? Yeah. So he is in a 360. Well, he, does, he, said he, he, did, he said he didn't know. And that's why Joe Budden started spazzing on him. Like, how could you not know about your business? Which he has a point. Because, I mean, if you're going... You don't be signing these contracts and not knowing what the hell you're signing. Right. And then get upset, like, yo, just, like, I understood where he's like, coming from, yo, just chill. chill. But at the same time, it's like, yo, man, somebody, he... somebody brought up a good point on Twitter. It was like, yo, y'all getting on Joe Budden's case, but y'all still feel sorry for Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. And Lil Wayne was virtually in the same damn position. And Joe yeah. Budden, and people were making fun of Joe, Joe Budden. Joe was just trying to fool him. Right. He was trying That's to, how he came out. Because he was, so, he was so passionate about his right. shit. Because he's been in this, because he's been in the industry. He's a veteran in this shit. He sees how this shit is going. And he sees what's going on with these young acts. So he's schooling these people. He's schooling these, like, these young artists. And he keeps, he even says it on his podcast and everything. Like, y'all need to know what y'all doing. And he got like he could have went about it in a different way. He did it in a way where he it was kind of mocking him and making him feel a certain way. You could be like, I don't know. You could have came out like a like a big brother and be like, dude, you need to do this. Or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I feel like how he came yeah, he came off very. Like, and then I think the one everyone was mad about him and laugh at him. Everyone was mad about is when he said um, 
when he said, because he was saying how happy he was, and Joe Bunn was like, man, you ain't happy. <laughs> There's no such thing as being too happy or some shit like that. And he was just saying, and they just pretty much ran with it. Shit was funny. I mean, I get what Yachty was saying. Like, I, it actually gave me some insight into who he was. Music trash, but... I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go out and listen to this. I'm like, I'll listen to the album, but I'm, it's not going to be on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. Like, right. immediate order. But it did give me some insight on who he was. I could respect his vision and where he's coming from. Yeah. At the same time, come on, man. Let's be real. I, You can be happy and in a good frame of mind and still not be happy for five minutes. You know, you're human. You go through exactly. all kinds of emotions in a day. Mm-hmm. If you're happy 24 hours a day, something, something's, something's up wrong. with you. That's, like, that's what Joe Budden was getting at. And that's why I think people, they got on Joe... When he was basically just telling the truth. Like, come on, man. You're not happy 24 hours he, It a was just aggressive. Because Joe you know, Budden's like, a really aggressive person. When right. you see how he talks, he's really passionate. And when you're not getting it. Because I know how that feeling is. When somebody doesn't get something and you're trying to drill it in their head. And they're not getting it. It'll just be frustrating. And he's being frustrated because he doesn't want to see these artists go through the same shit he went through. And at the same time, like my boy always says, when people don't want to listen, they, sometimes they just got to take their lumps. So, you can't save everybody. So... But still, them jokes were funny as hell on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people I don't... Now, I think what Yachty got out of it is now I'm really sure that he's going to go check his, his I mean, I shit. hope he does. Well, he, instead he, of going back said, to being happy 24 hours They said day. he went and checked and he said he's, he's he didn't sign a 360 deal he and he owns him. his publishing, supposedly. That's what I heard, too. They could, if he, he did it, then good too, for him. Right? He dropped out. He dropped out of freshman year. He was in college? Dropped out of freshman year. To do his music shit. And he went to the Met Gala and shit like that. And He was with all the celebs. I was. Um, I read. I'm sorry. Just on a side note, I read this little article about the Met Gala, about what like the whole pettiness of who they invite and who don't they invite and mm-hmm. shit like that. And pretty much was it Ann Whitner or whatever. Like they said straight up, like Ann if Wintour. Wintour. There you go. Yeah. When she invites your ass, you better show up. And if you don't show up, you best have a your real band. good. Re- no, you best have a real good reason for it. And she was saying other stuff like there was other stuff in the article saying shit like. Yeah, like they put, they give celebrities certain time to show up on the red carpet so they can take pictures and shit like that. Or people, some people have to actually pay. Like if you're like a B or C list celebrity, you have to like pay an arm and a leg to show up. And they said the best ego shit that hella hurts is when they show up there and no paparazzi want to take no pictures with them. I was like, shit. It was just, it was like an interesting read. That's why you probably shouldn't pay. Well, yeah. (laughs) And then they say, and then like, Yachty was saying, it's like, everybody's in there just, you know, chilling and talking and shit like that. And, you know, I'll be like, oh, I want to go there one day. But that'd be kind of, that'd be, like, weird. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go there one day, but it'd be weird? Not weird, but it's just like, you see all these A-list celebrities just there. They're just talking. Kind of like, I don't know. I'll just be like, whoa, this is, like, you see Kanye over there, and then you see Jay-Z and Beyonce chilling over there. You see Taylor Swift sitting over there, and then Probably see. It's just fucking, like going to any other event, like the. Like it's like no, but when you see all these A-list people just in one section, like in one place, I don't know, not my anxiety or something, but it's just like award shows, Oscars. But this is like bigger than I was like everyone in the entertainment awards. industry and shit. Just yeah, I'm just going on a tangent, but <laughs> oh, we could just go to your little fucking shit. So yeah, who was at the Met Gala? Was you know Kendall and ASAP and shit? They're together now. Supposedly. Kendall and A$AP are together. I loved 
ASAP. He's just like a fashion god. And to be with Kendall, and she's a model. I mean, it was bound to happen. I, I saw that coming for yeah, sure. Yeah, he grabbed that ass. I was like, he gave no fucks. He hella grabbed that ass. Shit was hella funny. <laughs> and, and yeah, so they're dating, and so is Kendall. No, not Kendall. Kylie, uh, Kylie and they're Travis just fucking. Scott. They're just fucking. I don't get that. Which I don't like. That's not gonna last. They're just fucking. There's nothing serious. I can tell this because I'm just looking at that. That's like a rebound fuck. I guess she's hurt from Tyga. So she's just going to the next, I guess, relevant rapper. I don't know. I didn't even know they broke up until I saw them together. So I was just like, oh, I guess. And now everyone's like, oh my God, they're goals. I wish well, Kylie would just chill. Like, why does she have to Because she doesn't want to be, she doesn't want to be lonely. Well, you know how some females are? They don't want to be lonely and stuff. shit like that. Wait, man, he's low key ready. He's about to go on tour with Kendrick. So she, if anything, she's gonna see Travis Scott, but I just don't see them dating. Well, she's probably just using him so she can go to his shows and see Kendrick. So wouldn't doubt it. You know, but she's a Kardashian or Jenner, same shit. Flash. <laughs> and then there's like the Diddy crop that's going on. Yeah, so explain this. The Diddy crop is what he's been doing is going to these these events, getting in these large group of pictures like, mm-hmm. and the kardashians have been seen in those pictures so if you go to diddy's instagram anywhere he posts his pictures they are not in there they are like, crop, that, crop that 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 there was a picture where i think kim was in it kim, kim <laughs> and then both the bt awards <laughs> i think i remember that all of them were there, and she was the only one that got cropped out the picture. Yeah, it was like Beyonce, Jay-Z, yeah. him, and then <clears throat> what, Cassie. Yep. And then at the Met Gala, Kylie and uh, Kendall were at the end. And then you cropped. see all the black when he put black all excellence. <laughs> oh, was that the caption? Yes. Oh, shit. He put black excellence in their sunken place. <laughs> but Diddy's an asshole. That's hilarious. Yeah. And fucking uh, other little random shit. Fucking Jay Z's ass is gonna drop an album soon. I don't know when because he's been like for the last few weeks he's been announced that he's gonna be going to all these fucking um, headlining all these festivals. He's gonna be headlining Made in America, which is his festival with J Cole in Philly. He's gonna be at some other little festival in September. It's like all months. It's is that like, expensive to go to? Because I want to go to Made in America. Yeah. In Philly, is it like sold out. No, I don't think it's sold out. Like it's like, like a t- I will fly to Philly and go. To I'm sure you will. <laughs> but that the lineup is like, eh. The only 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 people I would want to see is just J Cole and fucking Jay Z. Jay Z. Everyone else is just like, eh. Right. You know, music. so I'll show up at the appropriate time at the end. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like again, I'm sure you will. <laughs> but um, yeah, this hell of music festival. I miss Rock the Bells. But you what was know? that? Shit. That Did was I just before- cut here. That was before your time, Ivana. Yep. Rock the Bells was the shit, man. Hell yeah. No, I met, like, they didn't have one this year. They haven't had one in years. They years They stopped it. Oh, they stopped mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's why I said before your time. Yeah, my stomach. You hear this? Yes. So you ate, like, Jamaican sorry. food, man. Yeah, I didn't. Drink, <laughs> drink some of that Canada Dry. Oh, maybe. Let's do that. I'm like barking orders. Drink that! No. <laughs> so, um... Yo, drink that, drink that. Drink that, drink that. Look. Speaking of people like people that be pissing me off, yes, Jules, we have to talk about her again. Yes, motherfucking Jules. Me and Yvonne talked about her. No, Jules. Oh, now I she... just know of her name. Who the hell is she? Well, that's what I asked she's Yvonne. She's known for her partying. Like, she's a, <laughs> a social, social, social media, socialite. I didn't know who she, she is. She goes to parties. 
and she's like a white and she and she's like girl. an inf, she's like an influencer like she influences yeah. tastemaker tastemaker pretty much and she's on Snapchat and social media super tough and she gets paid for it. Okay. Now I remember when me and Ivana talked about her like shit old episodes on her sex tape link. Oh yeah, I remember that. I didn't really care for her. I just know like she was just and people used to talk shit about her all the damn time and shit. And I was just like. Well, she's doing what she wants to do. And it's like, no, nah, she said some racist shit like last year and shit. And I was like, eh, she probably learned her lesson. But I just noticed the more I follow her, the more she just started getting on my nerves. And I don't know why she got on my nerves. I don't know what it was, but it was just like, you trying too hard, bitch. Whatever. <laughs> like, I just know when someone's just being fake and you're just trying too hard and all this other stuff. And a lot of people take pictures with her and all types of shit. So I remember exactly when I saw it. I saw when she posted it. Like, right when she posted it, I was on my lunch, and I was going on Twitter, and I saw a picture pop up, and it's and pretty much it said... Um, it was a cropped black... So, no, 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 the, the, the <laughs> caption oh. said, say, am I allowed to wear this shirt at the festival tomorrow or nah? And it was a shirt, a cropped shirt that said, niggas lie a lot. And I was like, uh, oh, no, baby, what are you doing? Like, like I was like, why did she post that? Why did she post that? And then within seconds, it started just spreading retweets. And then she deleted it. And then that's when I posted it. And I was like, oh, so I've been off Twitter for hours. And this is what I see. And then that got retweeted. And then fucking, it just started spiraling. And then she, the next comment she left was like, hell, laughing my fucking ass off. Here we go. Like, she's mocking what she said. I'm like, oh, so she's trolling. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So you were trolling. So you want to see if you could get away with this shit. All right, Whatever. And then I guess it's. Did she wear it? Is what I want to know. No, she didn't wear it. She did it as a joke. And then she apo- She gave like a half-ass apology later. Like I think JC sent that to me. He was like, "Oh, she apologized." And I was like, "Man, keep your apology." <laughs> you know, she apologized. You know, she apologized. I think that if she got people to say, "Yeah, it's good." She would have worn it. Of course, she would have worn right. it. But black folks don't like her from the in the get-go. Black folks on Twitter don't like her. Mm-hmm. So then the next day, it came out because she was about to like perform at other events or like like what's it called host some events out in canada and some other spots mm-hmm. the the event people said yeah in spite of what she posted really yeah yeah we gotta let her go we're not gonna let her do it, it was like two of them she oh, only wow. dropped and she, and then she went on snapchat and she was crying and said oh, i'm sorry for what i said she, I'm like, yeah, the only reason why you're sad is because you lost some, you lost that bag. You know, yeah. now she knows for in the future not to do any of that shit. You know, and people were saying that. But I was she just, does have limits. But I was just seeing this shit, and I was seeing how all black folks were so outraged about it. And I'm going, like, I don't know why y'all getting mad about this. Because she's just going to be at another event with one of y'all favorite rap artists, like Amigos or Travis Scott or whatever. And she's going to be standing right next to them. And she could probably wear that and get away with it, to be honest. She probably could have, but she didn't wear To be honest. But But because there's people on Twitter and stuff, they want to... Yeah, they give the game one. So, you know, and then... Like, the next day, she was at a music festival. I think there was the Rolling Loud Festival, and she was right next to Migos, and all of them, like, nothing even happened. Right. And I was just like, see, it happened exactly as I predicted it. You know, but... And on top of that... Mm. Jules, yes, Jules, tweeted out. She was like, ha, 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 look at this old tweet at Joe Budden. Why is she going on Joe Budden for? So they used to talk. They used to date or whatever. Joe Budden, I mean, he used to fuck. Whatever. Okay. That's why I said whatever. Whatever. They were involved <laughs> with each other. And she decides to do this knowing goddamn well since Santana. She was trolling. Is 
his girlfriend, mm-hmm. Sin Santana, retweets it, says, you fucking thirsty. I would say you cancel, but I never subscribed. Huh. Then she has, uh, tweets out, fuck that bitch, I don't give a fuck. Then she says... Also, I guess she does give a fuck if she keeps going. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> then I guess, yes, Jill says, sorry if I offended anyone that, that was... And never in, is my intention. I, was that probably towards that other thing? The racist shit, um, yeah. Sin retweeted that and said, you a dub, which is like, bitch, stop. You a dub? Yeah. That's what they say in New York? York? dub is like, whatever, like, I'm dubbing you, like, or whatever. I'm dubbing you. <laughs> I'm dubbing you, JC. Alright. And All right. then Dumb. she tweets with this this picture of Joe Budden. Yes, George tweeted that or no, uh, sin. sin. Oh, <laughs> when he's screaming. <laughs> when he's when he's screaming, he says, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need uh baby to have a talk with yes Jules broad. Everyone's tired of your shit. Everyone's tired of see. Yeah. That leads into my question for this week. When is it okay? When is it not okay? When is it okay? okay to stop supporting somebody when they've done some fuck shit. Because I was talking about this to a few people. I don't think I asked JC this, but like, I don't want to support Chris Brown no more. That's fine. I'm not doing it. Okay. I'm I'm going to see Chris Brown soon. So you're supporting him? I like his music. I like his. He's talented. I'm going to go see him. Okay. I understand that part. And I want to like see the talent of it but after everything I've seen him do outside of his music, when I think the, I guess the icing on the cake is when the whole restraining order with Karuchi and what Karuchi said he's done to her, and then seeing the video saying pretty much him saying I don't give a fuck that I'm the crazy boyfriend and shit, crazy ex boyfriend and shit like that, like when I saw that to me I'm just like I can't support this nigga no more. His music is still like his music is cool or whatever, but there's no progression he's still that same like it hasn't changed he hasn't evolved like he's pretty much comfortable where he's at his performances are like really just lazy now like you said before they're like rap concerts now he's not doing the whole michael jackson extravagant shit no more and just all around he's just a fuck boy and i just don't want to i just don't want to support that anymore now the question i has is am i wrong for that no that's your no why would you be wrong for that Mm, you don't want to support him because you don't like him. Well, yeah. I why mean, do you feel like you? Why do you feel like that's some, like something's wrong with that? I don't know because I'm just feeling like oh, you should just disconnect that and just respect the music and that's it. But it's just like, nah. There's there's levels to that. Like I'm not supporting him for those exact reasons. Like mm-hmm. I'm not supporting somebody who comes out and says that they're the abusive ex boyfriend who will stalk somebody and then disrespect their family, threaten their family. Like, I'm not supporting and that. And he's been consistent. I come from a situation where domestic violence came in my, my household. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't supporting it then with my own father, why the hell am I going to support Chris Brown doing it? Yeah. That don't make no sense. I mean, well, I understand he's great. I always I said it over the weekend. I was like, I know he's great musically. But there's a difference between somebody who, you know, gets drunk in a club and, you know, acts out or whatever versus somebody that comes out and says, yes, I'm the abusive ex-boyfriend. That you need the restraining order again. And, he's and constantly... I'm probably going to target your family and mm-hmm. threaten people. And he's done it. Like, that's that's a menace to society. Like, we wouldn't support anybody else in society, so why do we make a difference for a celebrity? And it's like he... And, it doesn't and, make any sense. I mean, you were talking about this. You saying maybe he needs to go get help. I'm like, people have already tried helping them. And he just pretty much said, fuck that. In a way, he's saying, I'm not going to change. And I'm not gonna. I'm not willing to change. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. I'm Chris Brown. I got this money. I got this. I, I'm. A, he feels untouchable, in my opinion. Yeah. 
That's how I really feel. I really feel he feels untouchable. That nothing's gonna happen. To I him. mean, again, I wish, I hope the best for him. Um, but when your mom public has to publicly come out and says that I don't, there's nothing more I can do, and it's your mother, who nine times out of ten your moms are always gonna go to bat for you until the very end. When she backs out, why am I gonna waste? You know, when I I say waste time, and I try not to say it, but there's really no other words to say it. Why am I gonna waste time worrying about your well being when your mom's not gonna do it? And she's mm-hmm. tried. And you've abused her in the same ways too. You've done stuff to her car. So that's when you I cussed her out in her face. So so that's when I see when I see certain rappers or artists work with them. I'm just looking at them like you're gonna work with this nigga. I don't look at that. Look, it's, no, it's, no, no, it's, no. It's listen, a, but look, it, it's a business. At yeah, the end of the that's day. exactly what I was about to go into. So I don't look at artists who work with him. That was holding the same. up morals because I mean you still got to pay bills at the end of the day. Yeah, I get that's that. what I was saying fine. about yes, Jules. Like I'm seeing these artists work with them, and I was explaining this to my mom, and she was like, "Well, because it's a business." Like, she still has a... She lost only two endorsements. Right. she didn't lose a whole stack of them. So, pretty much, she's still relevant. And the fact remains, Chris Brown... Chris Brown, the the brand still sells. Yeah. So, I mean, it it is what it is, but... You know, that's why I was just just wondering, am I wrong for that? Should I just separate the music and that shit? But then it's just like he's done just... I mean, I still... Do what your heart feels. I'm gonna go see him. I still listen to Chris Brown, but I pinpoint back to... The issues that stemmed with Kaleidoscope two years ago. Oh my god! Just... And um, <laughs> that's where I that's that's where I stopped. Too. That's, that's where I stopped listening to him. It was about two years ago. Like okay. anything from the last two years, I don't even yeah. touch. Anything yeah. before that, I'll still listen to. Yeah. Well. I guess I guess I guess I separated because I was I'm still willing to go see him. And I mean I know the way he did to Rihanna and the whole thing with Karuchi. Um. What do you? I mean, you would hope that people would change, but you—you you know that he's going through something. Like he's not going to just change overnight. It's been how many years? Yeah, it's been a long time. It ain't no—it's not going to change overnight. Yeah. Last dude, he touched Rihanna. That was ten years ago. Damn. But they had got no they nine years, eight years ago. Relationship not too long after. And he's been to right. rehab. He's been to jail. But every relationship he's been in since then has been toxic, toxic as well too. So at what point do you right. say? What what point do you stop the well he's not going to change overnight and then say well he has eight years worth of history with this and he's not going to no, change? No, I'm talking about Karuchi. Why why would she put herself in that situation at that? Because she thought he time? could change. Exactly, yeah. what I'm saying he thought he he was going to change. Right, but even she wised up and at when, some point when, she when, realized when, it's when not going to happen. That ba- when he had okay, that okay. baby by her best friend, that's when she said, "I'm done with this nigga." Not the time when. I mean, that's- not the time when she said, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. She went to court with him and was going to his courts and everything. She was, she. Or the time when Chris Brown was just. it. It's funny. He made a song called. Yeah, these niggas ain't loyal. <laughs> and women, there's a lot of women out there that would, would die to, like, date Chris Brown. Like, you know, they, they don't want to die to fuck him. They don't want to date that nigga. <laughs> let's be, yeah, let's be clear. Like, they want to yeah. fucking be around his entourage and shit. That's what they want to do. They want to fuck. They want to be with him. Because when they be with him, they want to be with Chris Brown. Then you got to be with Chris Brown now. Yep. So that's just how I look at it. You know, you can still see him though. And I will. (laughs) (laughs) Just have that in mind. So trust me, I know. I'm not gonna not do something based off your opinion. I know not. You won't see him, or you won't listen to any of his music. No, no, I won't. If it's on the radio, anything involving Chris Brown. If it's on the radio, I mean, if he ends up on Kanye's next album or someone else's album, I'm be like, oh, he's on it. But I'm not gonna go out the way and listen to his work. Mm -hmm. No matter how like good it sounds, I mean, he's supposed to release like a 
two disc album with 40 songs all together. Like, nigga, I'm not going to sit there and wait, listen to 40 songs of your shit. No. Right. I, I mean, just want to know exactly how you how you boycott it. So you won't, not boycott, but like, not support him. Not listen to his music. I won't follow him on, I don't follow him on Instagram. He blocked okay. me on Twitter. I'm just not, he's like, he's just, and he hasn't progressed mm-hmm. at all. Music-wise, he has not progressed. Mm-hmm. At one point, I think I think when Exclusive, and I think when Fame and Fortune, he's, he's kind of showed it. But then now he's ever since he looks like he's being zannied up or weed smoking weed, popping pills, doing mm-hmm. something, he's been releasing the same old shit over and over and over again. He hasn't had a hit since when? Like on the billboard charts for years, right? Nah, he had one last year. What's like what? Uh Back to Sleep. Oh, uh, I'm talking about that. okay, okay. I get that. I'm talking about like a a hit hit, like a, on the hot one hundred, like on the number one chart. I'm sure he has. Probably, oh, sure, yeah. probably, probably. You man. can't headline. You can't headline a tour and... featured. I mean, I mean, true. And he's featured. Right. Feature like I don't know. Um, to me, he just hasn't. He just hasn't fine. showed anything. Well, shit. Chris Brown, your phone. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So what? So what question do you have, JC? You have a certain question you want to know. Well, before we get into the question, we got to get into the topic. Oh. And the big topic that interceded sports. Fashion and shit. Well, I would say cultural impact in terms of the African American father, mm. um, Lavar and Lonzo Ball. So, for those of our listeners who aren't familiar, Lonzo Ball is the first of three brothers who uh, Lonzo just completed his freshman year in UCLA. Mm. They're from Chino Hills. Um, he's entering the NBA draft. He's Projected to be top three pick, if not the top pick. Um, his younger brothers, uh, Leangelo is a senior, and Lamelo is a sophomore. They've already both committed to UCLA, so mm. they're set to go. Um, and their father, Laval, has pretty much been shaping them up since they were little kids. Mm. Like that, he's been breeding them to play ball. Yeah, he uh, he played ball in college, nothing too major. Um, he even played football professionally overseas. Um, but there's, people seem to not like LeVar cause he's just outspoken. All I meant when, when the first time I heard him, I was like, oh man, he's just real loud. But the more and more he talked, he's a hype man. Like he's, he's a showman mm-hmm. and really he's, it's about their brand, which they've started, um, triple B, which is a big baller brand. Um, Boy. the last names are ball, big baller brand. Um, and he's L since all their names are L. Right, right. I mean, yeah. Three L's. Um, <laughs> but that'll be a Triple joke. B. That's Triple a L. Triple B. Um, which, when you actually break it down, it's actually something that's very commendable and we should talk about in a positive light. Okay. Because when you factor in that he's trying to set his sons up for success, not only on the court, but in the business realm, this route going through fashion, it's pretty commendable. Like, you know, most people are just thinking about blowing the money on design on. Designer. Instead, he's just... Nobody's really thinking about starting their own and then moving forward. That's dope. Um, and he's made appearances. He's made his waves all through ESPN and all that. Well, they decided to. Uh, they decided that they wanted in their search for uh, for shoe deals. They weren't just gonna take the traditional endorsement deal that the major Nike, shoes Nike, that they hand out. They mm-hmm. wanted a partnership deal. Mm. Um. And so they were going into the meetings with Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour, and they weren't—they weren't talking partnerships. So LeVar was like, "All right, well, 
Ooh. I forgot that's the shit Kanye was talking about. And come to find out, they did an interview um, on the Dan Lebitard show with him Friday morning. And he basically said, I only took the meetings just so that way I could hear them say no. So that way we can move forward and do what that's we want to do. That's what his dad said? Yeah. Mm. He said, because unless they were putting a billion dollars out and they were going to partner with us. A billion? It didn't matter Is he really like, that good? Like, Le- Is he like LeBron James good? It's to be, it's to be seen. But, the but does he have like a lot of hype? He does, I mean, to be a top three pick, you got to have some hype. But it's not just him. It's also his two younger brothers, too, okay. who are projected. I mean, Leangelo's... But how good was the product that we'll, they made? We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. This is to explain. With LeBron, it was a once-in-a-generation situation. Where, yeah. yeah, he was garnering all that. This situation, they're probably not going to be as hyped as LeBron, but it's unique in that there's three of them. Mm. So... Depending on if they do, if all three of them materialize, then it's not that out of the question to ask for, you know, some big time money because you are dealing with three. You mm-hmm. don't just have one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he turned he turned them all down. He was like, well, I just wanted to hear you guys say no, you know, so we go do our own thing. So they dropped the first shoe, which is the Zoe 2. A lot of people were making fun of it because like, well, what about why not the Zoe 1? It's like, well, Lonzo's number was two. So makes sense. Um, but that was like a minor issue. They dropped the shoe and the pricing is what got everybody going wild. $495. $495 for the shoe and $220 for the flip flop. What kind of shoe is this? Sneaker. Like basketball? Basketball shoe, yeah. Basketball shoe? Yeah. Like a Jordan. And Kobe. A lot of people were trying to understand the, the mindset of LeVar going through with this step. And at first, I saw the price, and I was like, "Man, the hell with that!" Because I saw—I even looked at the shoe. I was like, "Those are Kobe Eleven knockoffs." I was like, "If I want to pay for Kobe Elevens, I'm gonna go pay one twenty for, for Kobe Elevens. I'm not gonna pay that." Yeah. When he started explaining everything, I was like, "You know what? That makes a whole lot of sense." Explain. We hear a lot in the music industry, particularly hip hop, about people rocking Gucci, uh, Prada. Uh, Fendi, a whole bunch of other stuff. And last time I checked, that shit ain't in the one hundred dollar market. You know, mm. that's over you know close to five hundred dollars yeah. a month. Yeah. And so when I started thinking about from that aspect, I was like, okay, well, you guys have no problem paying these companies that kind of money. They're all white. And exactly, they ain't even about to put a product on the NBA court. It's just some dudes who were like high these. end fashion, yeah. and they were like, hey, let's make some fashion, and elite african-americans started buying it which then generates down to the you know middle mm-hmm. to low income mm-hmm. like hey i want that mm-hmm. whereas you have somebody that's actually in a position to play basketball and entertain you on a nightly basis so it's like so what's the difference then like why is it why are you making fun of this when in actuality he's trying to do some entrepreneurship where i mean that's what kanye was doing with the, right i mean know? again i'm i'm not gonna pay 495 dollars for it but to be fair I don't pay that much for Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't pay that much just for anybody's. You know, I'm on not... The, on the flip side, because I, I totally get everything you're doing. You're saying, but these people that design these $500 Gucci, $600, they're actually fashion designers. Like, they, like that's what they... they and so here's... They, so this is how it works. How did, how, how did he... Does he have somebody that... that how did that happen? So they have they have designers. They have designers. Are, and so Le- the reason for... Be honest, those, they have some the legit designs designers. The designs of the shoes and the slides are not that 
great to me. Like the one what so I saw. So they have designers. I, I mean, they have designers. It's to be determined what material they're using. I mean, because mm-hmm. nobody knows because the shoe hasn't. The shoes are. They're actually. What I liked about it was they're actually going about this like uh, Maybach does with uh, the cars. Mm-hmm. They don't make the cars until you actually pay for them. Mm. So this is mm. this is how they're actually cutting the middleman out of the situation where it's like okay we're just gonna take the orders and we'll deliver it to you in six months. Mm. So what's happening is is that they actually sold fairly well for the first day. I think they generated about one hundred fifty thousand dollars worth. Like That's cool. Chad Johnson invested and he wrote I out a that. note saying you know we oh, have no issue nice. supporting Versace and all that. You know let's get behind young African Americans who want to be entrepreneurs. Arian Foster, who just retired from the NFL, went out and basically said the same thing. Like, you know, hey, I, so, I support this. Support your own. Right. And um, you have the money for it. That right, exactly. Now, the one thing I had an issue with was LeVar came out and he put out a tweet. I saw that. And it was basically saying, you know, Broke big ass. baller brand is for ballers only. So if you ain't got the money, you're not a big baller. Okay, Trump. Which, to me, I'm like, yo, you don't want to put that. I get what you're saying, you know. Obviously, you want you a high-end high high type of talent to buy your shoes. I, I get that, but you and don't want to... you don't the money, you ain't got the money. Right, you don't want to rub that in people's yeah. faces who that can't actually afford want it. To like, buy yeah. it. And that was my only issue with this. Mm. After re- after examining everything, I was like... Makes sense. I really don't see an issue with this. Because, again, if people are, you know, quoting Future all the time with the Gucci flip-flops and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gucci flip flops is about two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So what's the issue here? So what's your question? And so the the question I had is, when it comes to African American entrepreneurs, are you willing to buy black, or is it basically like, oh no, nah, your prices are too high. I'm not going to deal with it. Depending on the product. Um, I I I like the whole history, everything that you explain. I like I like all of that. One, but I, but I do have like a, I'm over, I'm over thinking about like people that go to design school and do, mm-hmm. I don't understand that they have a design. They, I mean, they have, they have designers or whatever, but I feel like he's just trying to just come up. Trying to, to come up. He's trying he's to make trying some to money. Make a, just, I don't know. Like people How long who... did it take him to make these shoes? Like, I don't know. Like, I get you're trying to support like your three, the, the, there's three brothers or whatever and they're. They're doing good in basketball, but how long did it take you to make this product? And you are you do you really stand by this product? Are you wearing it? I don't know. I just need to, to know a little more. I feel like it's just like okay, I'm gonna put these shoes out because I'm black and I'm I'm doing this, and you should support me. Pretty much but saying I'm is, black and you should support because you know because black folks we're, we, it's stereotypical that we don't support each other. Like you know we don't go to um, own black owned businesses. We don't fucking support those and all this other shit. So it's kind of you know us black folks need to like. You know, which I see, a, which I see a lot because I also saw some good points being made too. Where it was, we didn't necessarily know what the product was when Beats by Dre dropped. Yeah, we just, we just knew, knew Dre, Dre was a part of it, and the same but man, LeBron and LeBron endorsed it. Right, that's the same with Title. That's the same with Title. When Hove was going to drop Title, everyone was like, "We need to support Hove," and you know, let's right? We didn't necessarily know what Title was. We just mm-hmm. were. Knew Jay Z's name was attached to right. it, so we're going to. But then it. what we're happened what? was the prices came out for Title, and, and everybody like, backed away. Yep. You see what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. but if it was like if Apple Music was putting it up for twenty dollars, I don't think anybody would have an issue with that. Not you see one what I mean? issue. Mm-hmm. That's the like I understand where you're coming from, where you want to know more about the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually, when it comes with black entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. everybody's willing to support until they see the, the price. prices. And the right. prices are really competing with everybody else, but they feel like because you're African-American, 
you should be given the homie discount. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, oh, you're bougie, so we're not going to support, support you. No, I no, I get it. But then compared to like Gucci and Versace, it's like these are Italian like people because that stuff they know. It, they've been out. They're like. But see, to me, a shoe's a, to me, a shoe's a shoe and a shirt's but a shirt. But some people, but that's people in fashion don't see that don't see it that way because that's mm-hmm. what they're into. Fashion. I, I understand is, that. Uh, they they the material that they get it from. I don't know. I'm not that. But crazy I understand. Into but you're but you're looking at it from the fashion designer's I am, point of view. Because it's a shoe. But you're not looking at it from the standpoint of just the average consumer. Average That's what person. we're asking. The average yeah. consumer. They're that not will. Buy. It's too. It's too much. But they'll go out and support Versace and Gucci, not because of the material. But because the label With and the, the status, it, that, that's the issue that because we're having at hand. the history, because they've been around for so long. And I wouldn't like, necessarily say it was the history of it. I think it's just the social status. You see somebody that's elite that wears it, and mm-hmm. you want it. That's but true. it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good product. Like, Kanye was putting out shirts that were ripped. It didn't right. necessarily make it good, but it was Kanye's product. So everybody flocked to because it. Because they want to support him and be a part of it. Right. 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 Whereas if somebody else were to try that same exact thing who was African American, it's They'd likely like, not going to be the same business model. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where I'm getting at. Whereas what if it's not the Kanye's of the world that are doing this, but they're pricing it at the same. We There is a strong history that supports that African Americans aren't going to support their own right. no, you're right. in that aspect. So at what point do we say you know Support it. Support. Uh, and again, I'm not going out and saying, you know, buy the shoes. because I'm not buying the shoes. I ain't buying mm-hmm. it. But I support what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. legal. Mm-hmm. They're not breaking any laws. Mm-hmm. They are the owners of their product, so they can right. do whatever the hell they want to do with their product. I just, I, don't, they're, they're I just don't understand. To, they're, trying to, they're trying to make that point. And right. And that's where you see Chad Johnson coming in and saying, you know what? I want, I'm supporting this. And he's making a statement, right. too. Right. I just don't understand why, for many, that's an issue. Because we're bougie and fucking cheap. It's a, it, uh, wait, who who has an issue with it? Oh, the wide majority of the wide consumers. Wide majority of the consumers because it's too expensive. Right. But like, like but it's JC the same, was saying. It's the same cats that go out and spend $400 on a Gucci belt. Because Gucci did it. Because of the brand name. Just because, because it's, it's a different name. name. Just because of it's not a different be, name. Yeah, not because, because of how, not because of how it's made. Not mm-hmm. the material that they make. Mm-hmm. It's just the name. If Kobe came out with a shoe like that, the same shoe that he's making, niggas would go out and flock it because of. His name's I mean, I love Kobe, but I ain't paying $40 for no damn I'm just Kobe saying, shoe. you know what I, mean. I I know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just, I'm making a general statement that it doesn't matter if you're African American or if you're white, brown, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm personally not going to invest my money into that because of the pricing. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also oh, not investing my money into Gucci and all those either. Like, it's, it goes straight across the board. It has nothing to do with you being African American trying to put a high price on it. Right. I'm just not spending my money across the board. I just saw it was funny and hypocritical that people were making fun of somebody who actually made six figures in a day mm-hmm. because they were comparing it to what he could have made with Nike. And it's like, well, you didn't make six figures today. So mm-hmm. what are you making fun of? You know what I mean? Everybody's talking yeah. numbers and shit. But. I mean, the, the majority of the people that don't can't really afford Gucci and that they do do it, it's really because they just have low self-esteem and they just want to be cool and... Will do whatever it takes to to try and be cool. Oh, I got these Gucci flip flops. Now I'm like fucking cool. They're lame at the end of the day. They just want to fit in. Yeah, they just want to fit in, and you know. Which that's that's, that's the, the point that you're. Trying that's to make. the point I'm yeah. trying to make is you're you're right. willing to fit in, but when it comes to actually support somebody who's actually putting up the same prices, yeah, you want to back away and be like, no, that's too much. Hmm. It makes sense. Well, How you rocking a four hundred dollar Gucci belt, but four hundred ninety five for shoes is too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
speaking of someone who did too much, Logic dropped his album this week, or last week. Everybody. Or this weekend. Last weekend. Whatever. Everybody. Not the Backstreet Boys song, but the the album called Everybody. And I'll just start with my little review of it. I'm very eh on Logic. Don't. No, I was just. I oh, I thought you were about to say something. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm very analogic. Like I res- he's a really good lyricist. I really respect everything he's done, and his last two albums were dope. But for whatever reason, I just cannot get into him. His shows were dope. Like me and JC went to go see him, and he has a really dope show. He has a really large fan base, and you know we're talking about black entrepreneurs and shit. He he's half black and half white, and if you look at him, you'd think he's just a white boy, but he's pretty he's pretty good his albums sound dope everything sounds just dope (laughs) so when when i listen to the album everybody the production is just amazing the lyric like the raps his flow was just amazing the features were good i kind of like i you know the concept was unique but for whatever reason only thing i just did not like on the album was logic the album was. <laughs> it just, I don't know what it was. Like it was, I was trying to follow the story and everything, and it just sounded like logic. When I listen, be honest, because you told me why why you didn't I'm, like I'm it. I'm getting to it. You want it? Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, when I listen to Logic, he sounds like a combination of Kendrick, Drake, and J Cole kind of mixed up into one and he's trying to and the way he sound the music it sounds it sounds like a, a he sounds like a hybrid of all three of them and he's trying to get into their lanes but they all have their own lanes and they and they're pretty much the leaders of it so it's like you haven't really found your own voice so when i'm listening to the album he's all kind of preaching about you know his biracial shit and all this other crap and it was cool for like the first few tracks, but then it just got to the point where it, I just kept hearing the same concepts over and over and over, and it became a chore to listen to. I just say like probably the best thing about this album, sadly, is at the very end, like literally at the last three minutes, it was a twelve minute song. At the very end, J Cole sends his little iMessage verse to him, and I say iMessage because it literally sounds like something he recorded on his iMessage voicemail and sent it to him on some "Stop bugging me" shit. So everybody is just, I mean, I'm not, I, it was cool on the first listening. It was sound like an amazing listen, but will I ever listen to it again? Probably not. But right. that's just my opinion. Well, I'm a new year. I've never listened to Logic. I have not even a clue what he looked like until um, just recently. My brother was trying to have me listen to it. And I listened to it. I liked his um, half black, half white upbringing and his mom being a, crackhead and then his dad uh being his dad was black right Mm -hmm. and um he looks white and um just him battling having to try and be he he's he looks white but white people don't accept him he's black but black people don't accept him Mm -hmm. so him just battling that out through throughout the entire album was dope um Mm -hmm. just seeing because you always get people like you have eminem he's he's white and then he talks about being white. You have black people that are black, and they just talk about being black. But he's both. So mm-hmm. just, I don't really ever hear that many people that could spit that hard and, um, you know, have challenges with mm-hmm. being both. Anyway, it was it was a good album to me. Um, will I listen to it again? No, but that's just because <laughs> I fucking like pop. Like I like top forty shit. And that's the thing when you listen to <laughs> when you listen to the album, he has songs on there that could probably be on the top forty. 
like the was that that one nine hundred song what's suicide it? hotline that suicide hotline song with Alyssa Carey it sounds that could be a hit if he really wanted he could go into the pop lane if he really wants to if mm-hmm. he really wants to because he's made songs and that this kind is of what, song his third like album or yeah what? it's like his third one right yeah it's his third in the series yeah because this album is a part of a series mm. what was the series called it's not a it's not called anything it's just it's it's a series. It's like a, a continuation story. Oh, this is what I was about to that say. That was a concept album too, right? All yeah. his albums are concept albums. But this is, this is how I saw it because I was talking to your brother about this. Mm-hmm. He said, like, he said it kind of sounds like, uh, he he said the skits are amazing and I'm like, you know what? I like, when I listen to albums, I see them as movies. When I listen to a Logic album, it sounds like a play. It sounds mm-hmm. like something you'll watch in Broadway. So I'm like, so I was telling him, yeah, this is some shit you'll probably watch at a Tony, he performed this shit at the Tony Awards but not the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. As harsh as that is, I mean that's how I see it. So, but yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, this is the third uh, after Under Pressure and the Incredible Truth, uh, Incredible True, True Story. Story. Um, I listened to it, and it doesn't have the the big, um, I guess, the big replay value. Yeah, in the sense of like he had. Um, what was it? Uh, he had under pressure on the first one. Yeah, that one. That um, one I felt like that. And <laughs> then on uh, on the other, on the most recent one, I'm pulling it up right now so I get the titles right. Um, you know, he had like whoa, he had Young Jesus, and you know, he he has those ones that get you upbeat. This one was more intricate and it focused more on the lyrics. Which I appreciate it because I feel like if you ha- if you're going for a series, all of them can't hit the exact same way. Mm-hmm. So this one was a little bit different in that it didn't have that hit factor. But in actuality, these skits were probably the strongest out of the series. Mm. Um, shout out to Big Vaughn. Big Vaughn played Adam. That's who I swear to God. I was like, I was telling my brother, I'm like, this is not logic. This sound, this is Big Vaughn because mm-hmm. I know Big Vaughn's mm-hmm. voice. voice. And I was, I literally could just ask my brother, I'm like, this, this has to be Big Bond, but I'm thinking like, this Logic, I don't even know Logic, but I was like, I don't think Logic knows Big Bond, it just didn't, because yeah, yeah, where's like, Logic from? Um, Maryland. Maryland, yeah, mm-hmm. he's talking about Maryland, so I didn't, I never put the two, and I was just like, this, this has to be Big yeah, Bond. Yeah, so shout out, shout out to Big, yeah, shout out to Big Bond, Big Bond. Um, and shout out to, so he's Neil, playing God, right? Shout out to Neil yes. deGrasse Tyson, who played God. Yeah. Um, that was major. Those skits were just, they were just, they were powerful. And it tied everything together. I mean, he had the track America with Black Thought. Chuck yeah, that one was dope. No ID. That shit was That dope. shit hit. Like, it just hit on every like, level. He had good tracks on there. Right. Inkblot with Juicy J actually surprised me because it was like that cool little mellow, like, mm-hmm. you know, we could do this thug shit too if you want, but here's yeah. just a little teaser. But it really focused on what Waiting Room was, where the whole explanation of why Adam was there. Mm-hmm. And this idea that you're not going to achieve heaven until you live every single life that's been presented on this planet. And then not only that, now you're going to flip to a different universe mm-hmm. and live every single life. And it was like the concept that once you achieve that, then you're God for that time frame until the next person achieves it and they rotate. So just that idea, like nobody really, that's not something that you know many think about. So I thought that was very... I actually was on my walk and I actually had to stop for a few minutes oh and actually was like thinking about it yeah. and listening to what was being said. And then the fact that it goes into Suicide Hotline mm-hmm. was pretty intense stuff. Like, yeah. uh, again, I'm not going to even downplay the fact that the replay value 
isn't as strong as the the previous. It's two. like one of those albums you got to sit and really right, listen to. but it's definitely a good addition to the series. Mm-hmm. And for those who didn't catch it, um, I mean, it, I don't know how you didn't at this point. It's all out. Um, the next album will be called Ultra Eighty Five, and that's his final album. He he's, said he's done. He's done making albums after that. Um, he said that he wants to focus on being a family man. The tour life was fun and it was cool. But the people we were talking about were real, like Vanessa. Like, like that's his. That's, that's his, his wife, wife mm-hmm. and he has a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so he he just wants to focus on being a family man. Tour life's gonna take away. He wants to get into acting. Nice. You know, he just he wants to be there. And he's and, projected to sell like 220k. Oh yeah, yeah. He he, he well, has a lot a, of people don't understand. He like, has. That's a, what I'm, I'm about that to get into base. that part because everyone on Twitter does not like him for whatever reason. They try to downplay him and shit like that. Him, g Easy, Big Sean, J. Cole. They always say this shit and then when the first week numbers come out and you see how great they did, they have this confused look like, what the hell? How are they doing this well? Because... Look, like, when you put good product out, people are going to support. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and when I say support, there's a difference between social media support and actual support, support. on the board. Right. I support Chief Keith social media-wise. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go out and buy the record. That's like right. Young Thug fans. They support him on so they they present Lil Uzi and all these other niggas on social media. But when them fucking first numbers come out and you see how low they done, yeah, because nobody like, gonna actually buy that exactly. But when you put out a product that people can go ahead and support, mm-hmm. it shows. In this instance, in music, it shows on the billboards. And I I saw everybody was shocked that he's going to sell for 200000 I'm like, how? He, how? I, he I've did the same him. thing the last album. I've seen it in person. His fan base, they sold out, what was it, the Warfield we were at? Yeah, he performed for, he performed for two hours straight. Yeah. Because wow. he has, before he started this series, he had another series called the Young Sinatra series. Yep. Um, And he had, four, he had four of those tapes. So he he has a wide body of music. Yeah, but that, that, that show was two hours? Yeah, it yeah. feels hella long. Yeah, because we Dizzy Wright performed for about half an hour to forty five minutes, and then the DJ set, and, and then he went on for two hours. Even and I was did not to, lose a breath. I was all, I was looking wow. at the yeah, and that was when we were waiting for Life of Pablo. I remember, you remember those days? Yep, yep. But that's not about him. It's I about know, him. I know. I just remember that. But Logic, you know, to me, well, I go listen to it again, maybe with a capital. I'm M. definitely listening to it again because there's some stuff that I I I want to catch. It flew and in your head. It, yeah, like it just it's. How many Again, times were you able to listen to it one time? I, I listened to it once, once. yesterday. I yeah. listened to it once last night. Um, there's just there's a lot of stuff to take in. But like I said, just hearing Waiting Room and then just thinking about the idea of that's what life could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just intriguing as hell. And then, how, um, and then when it ends, you, you're, you definitely didn't catch what happens at the end because you didn't listen to his first two albums. So those two guys walking across talking about paradise, mm-hmm. they were the oh, stars in incredible true the incredible story. true story. They're on a so spaceship it's now it's shit. now picking up. Okay. So it's now picking up to where they left off, which is then going to lead into Ultra eighty five, which I'm excited for because anytime an artist of this caliber announces that it's going to be their final product, I'm and, definitely and he's really I'm, dead serious about yeah. it. Not no Jay Z shit. Like he's dead serious. Yeah, Busby even tried. He goes, "All oh, all rappers say that," and I was like, "Nah, you didn't actually hear I mean, what he too said." Too short in this said interview. it. Like mm-hmm. he, he's well, too short he's said that in the nineties, and you know we're blowing the whistle. Well, yeah, I mean it, it's I, I, it's gonna take a while. Again, I I don't grade albums <laughs> off first listen. I don't do all that. Right. But time will tell where it ranks up as far as the albums go for two thousand seventeen. I'm just intrigued as hell with this. Like I. I want to know what the hell's going on. 
So that way I can connect it, better connect it with the previous two, and then get ready to prepare for Ultra 85 when he decides to drop that. Well, that's, that's pretty positive. Yeah. Right. Well, speaking of positive, your girl Nikki did some mess stuff. Yeah, she did. I was away from my phone. Surprisingly, wow. I was at work. I'm so mad. You clap for that. No. That's a bad thing. Don't clap because I could have had Nicki Minaj fucking pay part of my tuition. You mean? I mean, my, not my tuition, my student loans. Okay. Or something because she was paying all types of stuff on Twitter. She was just like, okay, got you. Show me proof. Okay, got you. Show me proof. People wanted, um, her, basically her fans went on Twitter and were like, I don't even know how this started, to be honest. She just but, probably just saw it and just... Yeah, someone like was like, it. oh, this is the cheapest of my um, tuition, fees. tuition fees. And she's like, okay, I got you. Just send me proof. And all of a sudden, she just went in on $100, $200, $300, thousand dollars. I was one person had like $250 in debt. I was like, shit. Yeah, and like student loans, books. Uh, just all types of fees. She just went on a Twitter paying nice. spree, and that was really nice. And then she also, um, I guess a cancer patient had, I guess the family member had re- reached out to Nicki Minaj and asked him and asked her to be there for um his birthday, and he was in stage four cancer or something. Mm-hmm. But and she ended up FaceTiming him, and yay, go Nicki. There you go. Just to you know, put it out there that my girl does you know some some positive stuff for the for people and her Still fans. Still change the facts. So no frauds is trash. Yeah, I mean that, that doesn't change nothing. Keep doing you, Nikki. Love Make you. trash music, but you know help the people. I liked your video. Yeah. I never got to talk about it. But that video, video is trash. Still haven't seen it. You look so good, Nikki. That video is trash. I didn't like your I didn't like your outfit for the Met Gala though. That's the only thing I didn't. Like. And she probably block you as soon as she hears that. No, no. No, okay. she does not like positive. She doesn't like negative feedback on anything. So if you were to say you don't Whatever. like the object, she'd be like, "You don't look that good either, bitch." Block. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but no fraud. You know where position on the charts? I don't care. She said it was. You said no. You said it. We we Should we at sh- we at Young Money don't make diss records. We, we make hit, hit records. records. And you know where it's at right now, Ivana? Not a hit. Number eighty. You know Kendrick Lamar's the intro, the blood. That's more of a hit record than No Frauds. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Oh, what would you think of Damn? What did I think of Damn? Yes. It was a fucking great ass album. I think he did his people right. His people. His fans. Did you hear that? His people. (laughs) His people. The kinfolk. Anyway, what you want to know, Ivana? Ivana you guys to know. had your question, so I yeah. you no, know. but you have to ask your question. This is your I segment. Even, I don't even have a question at all. Mm, not really. Nope. That's why I deleted that. Why did you delete out of the thing? <laughs> you didn't have because to delete it. Because you had a question, and then you had a question. But like, you oh, can have a question. Me, me having a question. You can still have it, so you can ask. I it. don't have a question. So it's just deleted from your mind. Then, it was huh? deleted from the. Thing and you just deleted it from your mind. <laughs> wow. Didn't we just do a, a run through? And was Ivana you, wants to know on there? It was on there, yes. No, it wasn't. Let's see. When you went through it, it was on Let's see. There. Let's, I'm going to look at it right now. We're going to do this live, people. It was, let's see. Deleted. No, you deleted that. Yeah. I did not see that. Why did you delete that? It was right there. <laughs> it wasn't there. And it's not there. And you Ivana like wants to know does not exist. It on does exist. What could it? It's episode forty, so it has. This is episode forty, so you gotta ask something. Um, 
What was the original question you had? I never had a question. That's what I'm saying. Okay, just come up with something. This is episode 40. This episode is, 40. This is an astonish, astonishment. Is that even a word? Um, you really rocking right now? I'm really uh-huh. rocking right now. What's uh-huh. a good question for you guys? Let's see. Ask. What's coming up? What's coming up? Mother's Day. Yep. What's the cra- What's the What's the best thing that you could do for your mother on Mother's Day? Like, what's the... Or... Like, what have you done in the past that's, like, lit your mother up and, like, wow, thank you. Take her to brunch, give her flowers, cards, you know, take pictures. I think Mother's Day is, like, another birthday for mom. Because my mom's birthday is in February, and then Mother's Day is, like, a few days left, so she gets two days. But, wow. um, yeah, it's, like, two big-ass days for each of them, because, you know, you got to support the mama. Mm-hmm. But uh, we go to brunch and you know spend time with them and do a whole bunch of stuff to show that we appreciate them. You know, okay. what you? How about you? Um, Mother's Day is always the Sunday before my mom's birthday, which is like four days later. Damn, always. Um, we just combine it. Yeah, you combine it. Yeah, like we'll do we'll do half of something eventful. We usually do more stuff with like my grandma and her on Mother's Day. And then when it comes to her birthday, we all meet back up and do it. This week, this year is going to be a little different because my sister's graduating from college on Friday. So we're all headed out Wednesday. Um, and we're going to spend Mother's Day driving back Sunday. Um, so you'll be hella tired. Yeah, So, but we're likely going likely to spend both on her birthday next Thursday. Okay. Okay, so chill. My mom just likes to chill. My mom don't want anything... Out of order. She just wants people to listen to what the hell she wants, and which is not much. It's just lean up and right. When I want my time, leave me the hell alone. While I'm yes. listening to my prince. Yeah, yeah. basically. Like, oh yeah, his mom. Dishes. His mom got like a prince tattoo on. It was on her leg. No, on her arm. On her arm. She took a pilgrimage to Paisley Park uh, just to commemorate the one year anniversary of his passing. Um, she was decked out with the, the people she went you with. You guys should do a performance. Like wake her up when like. <laughs> Mother's Day and do a Prince performance and like wake up with some loud ass Prince music and then have like a little no (laughs) (laughs) he was was really thinking about it like yeah that's it nah (laughs) do it Uh, but uh (laughs) he's like nah he's gonna do it but she came back with um two tattoos so she got one of his guitar um I forgot what the wording was but it's all decked out on her forearm and she got another one on her wrist that uh, says "Love God." Yeah, he went. He he sent that to me. He's like, yeah, don't ever question your fandom for Michael. Some shit like that. And I was just like, yeah, I ain't getting no tattoos of Michael. Yep. <laughs> you know what annoys me about Mother's Day? What? The annoying ass. Uh, I'm a mom and a dad. Post on Instagram. I mean, yeah, those gotta get left out. Yeah. No, because every year, like you guys, it shouldn't even. Like, it shouldn't even shade. be once. It wants. It shouldn't even be. At one time, yeah, because they shame Mother's their baby Day mom. is for they, mothers, Father's yeah. Day is for fathers. Exactly, doesn't but matter. Lot, but I feel like the majority of like the single moms that shit did, they go on Instagram and throw shade, and then there's drama, right? And to She's that, like, and to that, that I say, and to that I say, there's single fathers who raise their parents, and nobody they don't say anything or get in the way on Mother's Day, right? Real. So, well, you go, women are petty. They are very petty. Very. But uh, I mean, it's 2017. Cats ain't dealing with that these days no more. So mm-hmm. you can be petty all you want, but just understand there's gonna be some repercussions as a result. Your pettiness, yeah. The fuck, we don't pull that. We don't pull that bullshit in 2017. So uh, I don't know. So what's y'all soundtrack? Uh, 
Y'all don't even have a soundtrack. Shit. We all very quiet right now because we all trying to get some soundtracks. Well, after what Tupac, after what happened with what's his name, Funk Flex, I was listening to some pop. I took a break from Damn and was listening to pop. Wow. Yeah, when I mean, you're still I listening, to, she was she was blasting views on the way over here. Only because you said it was a one year anniversary of views. That's the only reason why I, I was playing views. Mm-hmm. But I still listen to more life. She listens to Drake. So when we ask her who is better, Drake or Kendrick. I listen to Drake more than So you feel Drake. Drake is better? So what was that Tupac song? Do you feel Drake is better? Say it. <laughs> what song did you pick for Tupac? Fuck all y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I got you. Can you play it? I have my song ready. Well. What? <laughs> After what Funk Flex did. That's what I meant to do. Are you still down? Fuck all y'all. Nobody. Still one of his most underrated, like, after death albums in my opinion. Whoa, 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 you like, are you still, not are you still down, what's it called? Only still, better days when I put it on the sun. I just take songs from Disney's Alive. I just take songs from all the songs I want. They don't rank them, I mean, they're, how do you rank work that wasn't even designed to be finished? Or that wasn't finished? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, this was the best one. It's like, yeah, but that that wasn't what the, possibly his vision was. He may have wanted it to be put out, but it wasn't designed to be, you know, one of those. I don't think he that, cared how it got put out as long as it was out. Right. But at the same time, there's no cohesion. They're just songs, a collection of songs that mm. got put out. I don't really rank them. Hi, Ivana. What's yours? Um, mine's like a Latin song because I've been on some Latin vibes, Caribbean vibes. I, yeah. You guys probably know this song. It's like, plays everywhere. I know it's Swalamente. Why are you putting it behind? Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? This is Justin Bieber on it. Lucas Fonte and Daddy Yankee, the sexy song. My sunrise on the darkest day got me feeling some kind of way. Make me wanna say I'm just listening. Just be with a god. Hey, just be with that. Oh yeah, shout out to DJ Khaled, though. He got his first number one hit. With um, only one. Him, Beaver. Were they playing that in Cuba a lot or what? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, sausage dancing with one random chick. That was funny. Well, like I said, it's my sister's graduation. We gonna celebrate, and of course, y'all know my family lineage when it comes to music goes. When we celebrate, Prince, damn right. Shit, what is it? What song? Nineteen ninety nine. Oh yeah, because we about to rock that joint. Boy, show like it's nineteen ninety nine. As soon as her name gets called, there's like a long ass intro. Isn't it like a long intro? Absorb it all. Mm-hmm. Take it in. No, the mic is better. Why does phone sound like so far away? What do you mean, hello? Like the sound. Mm. I'm trying to be careful because I don't want the fucking copyright people to come. 
Have you been hearing about Prince's estate? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. He didn't have nothing on lockdown. That's why Michael's better. But at least he got his estate on lockdown. He, he, he. <laughs> so I guess Prince could play us out. But yeah, thank you, everybody. This is episode 40. Episode 40. God, we made it for 40 plus episodes. So, uh, give y'all social media and shit. Y'all follow me, Mr. Busby408 on Twitter with a lowercase O. Follow me, Vana Mama, Y-V-A-N-N-A-M-A-M-A. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Y'all know. If you go to SoundCloud, you'll see my stuff. <laughs> it's been 40 episodes. I don't need to keep saying where well, you can find me. some days, you know, you need to just say it, you know. But I want to end this shit by saying, fuck Jed York and Michael's better. <laughs>